Good evening, and welcome okay, to the bam. Outpost Frequencies. Yoda, <laughs> we said that you need to stop sniffing that before we get on air. <laughs> welcome to the Outpost Frequencies. I, I did not tell him I was going to do that either. I just, I probably just blew out his eardrums. <laughs> welcome to the Outpost Frequencies. I'm going to get through this. Brought to you by the last movie outpost.com for all of your movie news, reviews, and everything cool about film. We haven't got quite such a full house this evening. It's just myself and Yoda. How are you doing, mate? I'm wonderful. How are you doing, sir? I've got a tickle of a cough. <clears throat> but apart from that, I'm fine. So <clears throat> I apologize now for the coughing and spluttering and the snotty <clears throat> every now and then that I do. Oh, thanks for the demonstration. We appreciate that. It's, it's the uh, swallowing it. That's the worst part. <laughs> I got to chew it up first. Hey, mate. Uh, <clears throat> and our, our one user ticks down to zero viewers immediately. I tell you, I've had a little tickle. I, I got a cold like three or four weeks ago, and I'm still just occasionally just got a little cough that just won't quite go away. It gets a little bit better every day, but boy, it's hung on. It just, it just sits there. It just sits there. Yeah. Um, and the problem is, is when you cough, immediately if you're out in public and you cough, everybody goes, mm, you know, like you've got COVID. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, yes, welcome to the uh, Outpost Frequencies to say, nice to see so many people here. If you want to make any comments in the chat, please do so, uh, so we can just completely ignore them, um, <clears throat> like we normally do. But apart from that, we're going to have a look at some of the news. So first of all, in the news this week, let's turn that one off and that one on. We are living in 1984. Well, kind of 1984, but also we're living in um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade because it's kind of... <clears throat> the, the whole story is about how Roald Dahl books want to be censored so that they can take out words like fat and ugly so that young kids aren't bullied anymore uh, about it. I, I can't get my head around this. I really cannot get my head around this. How a book written, however long ago they were written, is now turned out to be deemed offensive to people and, you know, kids are getting upset about it. I'm, I'm, well, there, there's kind of a lot to unpack here because I'm a little, <laughs> I'm, I'm a couple of minds about this. Um, one is, this has been going on with the movies for a while with the digital copies. Yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. something that we notice prominently in, say, like the Star Wars trilogy or something that's been around and, and is just so seared into our memories. <clears throat> but that I have no idea how much it's happening to other movies. I just don't watch that often or know that much about. I mean, so there was a, a big fuss, just to interject, there was a big fuss the other day about China, how they changed the end of Fight Club. And at the end yeah. of Fight Club, you know, it was a sign came out saying the police foiled uh, Tyler Durden's They're, plans and arrested him and threw him in jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All hail the state. <clears throat> uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I mean, China's was kind of overt and blatant, but it's it's one that it's like it's it's friggin' China, you know. You kind of <laughs> yeah. like okay, morons. You, you, that's that's the country you live in. But here. With free speech, at least in America, with free speech and everything, this is, and property rights, for that matter, copyright, mm. infringement, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, at, at what point is this, I mean, this is vandalism, right? Yeah. But it wasn't, Cultural it wasn't vandalism. just, it, it absolutely is. And now it's happening to books. 
And this is the printed word. So now, I mean, you're erasing history. And this is exactly, I mean, this is like word for word what Orwell wrote in 1984. Yeah. So, you know, you're, we're reaping what we sow here to a certain extent. But then there's also this really, really cynical part of me that know, that can see like people are buying up the books off of eBay and suddenly the, the prices are skyrocketing and everything. <laughs> Everybody's talking about the old Roll doll books and probably they want to get some more movies made and that side of thing. So in a month or two, do they announce, you know what, after the backlash, we're putting them all back. Well, you can buy them all in case there'll be more. Everybody buy the new ones just in case they do it again. Apparently, and that is what has happened. That because of the backlash, they have said that they they won't be doing it. But again, it's kind of if it is a digital or not a digital, but if it is a uh, uh, an advertising scheme, then fair play because it's obviously worked very well. It it, it has worked very well, <laughs> but it's also it also kind of dives into my entire problem with society nowadays, which is we're all just waiting to get mad and corporations are just taking advantage of it to fleece us. And yeah. it's like, okay, when are we going to stop playing their games? When when yeah. are we going to stop being angry at each other? I mean, first you got to like define reality and we've got uh, a large group of people that can't seem to do that anymore. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, we got to figure out, well, what is, you know, what are the bedrock principles? Again, I, I'm talking as an American here. I understand that, but I think a lot of our stuff comes from English common law and that sort of thing. So I don't think we're too far out. But certainly the idea of free speech and property rights and all that kind of stuff, it's like we don't agree on that anymore. We don't agree on free speech. I know in England you get arrested if you say the wrong thing on Twitter now. And yeah. that's just mind-blowing to me. And yet there's a group of, I mean, just, I don't know, call them coddled youngsters, call them, you know, you know, they get you in the schools young, they teach you garbage, that's all you know is garbage, so now you're frightened of everything, of a mean word, speech and mm. violence, that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's all topsy-turvy, so I don't know how we get back there. And in the meantime, book companies and movies and, and theater or studios and whatever, they're just screw with the IP say, well, this will get them mad. This will get them talking. Hey, everybody's talking about our book now. Everybody's buying our book again. I, I mean, it's just like, oh, God, stop the, your world. I want to get off. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's, I'm going to say, I think you're peaking a little bit in your microphone, so you might want to bring it down ever so slowly. Because you, you uh, moaned okay. about me it's not saying that last time. No, no, I appreciate it. Um, let, if I sit back a little bit, is that better? There we go. There we go. I can just hear it slightly clicking, that's all. Um, but, I mean, it is one of those things where I do think to myself, why are we modicoddling children these days and wrapping them up in cotton wool? You know, when I was a kid, I was bullied, and I probably bullied other people. And it made me the man I am today. I don't want to say that, but... You know, it does teach you to stand up against these people and to to take on resiliences. As soon as I heard this, there was a lady over here on the BBC and she was doing an interview and she was saying about how children shouldn't have to be subject to these these bad influences and stuff. And I thought, what happens to a kid if his mum is, you know, dying of cancer? Do you just shield him from that? Oh, she's gone to a farm, but she's never going to see you again. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, we, you, 
You told me you took Bob to a farm. <laughs> yeah, can we go and see her? Uh, no, it's really far away. And, yeah, she doesn't want to see you anymore. But, again, mommy un- heaven. <clears throat> unfortunately, there are harsh realities of life, but it, we live in a society now where all kids are given, like, participation awards for everything. You don't have winners or losers anymore. That You know, some kids are great at maths and other kids are great at sport. It's kind of, no, everybody's done well. Hooray, we all get an award. You know, it doesn't teach kids a good thing, I don't think, for for a future life. Well, you know, the fairy tales back in the day, the Grimm's fairy tales, they were horrific. You know, if you go out to the forest by yourself, you might find a a witch who will stick you in an oven and eat you. Yeah, I mean, it's just. uh, Well, I mean, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't hold back from. The, these horrific stories, and, and quite frankly, I mean, when we were growing up, I mean, how much, how much, even at a young age, did we want to watch some of the more scarier stuff or read the horror comics or things like that? I mean, it was scary, but you know, it was like you, you dealt with it. You had Friday. I yeah. remember Friday Fright Night every night, uh, every Friday. You know, the some weird scary movie. They they would play on on UHF. They play like Dracula and all the all the old horror movies like in the middle of the afternoon nobody gave a shit <laughs> yeah. and it it didn't it doesn't traumatize kids I, I i don't have any i don't have any belief i don't see any evidence to support that movies or video games or books that get horrific are a instigator for kids to just lose their minds or freak out or not being able to handle anything. In fact, I think it's the, actually the opposite. I think they don't learn any coping skills early because all they watch is I, yeah, exactly. like Barney. Yeah. And and this and then now they've used it as an opportunity to stick all their weird sexual deviancies into it. And that kids now that's the they think it's you know they can't handle any of the violence they can't i mean you can't even smoke in a movie <laughs> yeah. anymore but you know uncle freddie wants to stick his dick in you that's fine you should understand that that's just a choice and maybe you'll you'll know you'll and, you'll, and mentor like, up oh his God. ladies that's that's perfectly okay there's nothing wrong with that yeah i mean there's there's i remember i remember like George Carlin and some others who said, I'd rather see two people on screen uh, making, I'd rather my kids see two people on screen making love than I would uh, killing each other. And I hate to say, but I totally disagree with him because the killing each other, the violence and everything, it's, it's very easy for a kid to wrap his head around. And it's, it's something that, it, it's why you watch G.I. Joe, it's why you watch He-Man, hmm. all this kind of stuff, even though they didn't kill each other as much. But even Star Wars or some of the movies, you, you can understand you're stopping bad guys, you understand death. Hmm. It's a very it's a very easy concept, I think, for kids to wrap their head or, heads around. You know, you're alive and then it's dead. And, you know, that's a bad thing. But sex and all the emotions that come with it and relationships and the feelings with each other, there's adults that haven't got this shit figured out yet, right? (laughs) Yeah, but kids under Uh, 18, not a problem. Yeah. Not an issue, not an issue for them. Like four-year-olds, that's that's not going to be... I mean, it's like you're getting into some some very complex emotions that are are tied in with our biology and our souls and our willingness and desire to to have people or our need to 
get above our animal passions and all that kind of stuff. It's like, how do you explain all that shit to a four-year-old? It's it's very, very <laughs> tough. And yeah. if you just show them the physical act, I mean, I always look at um, South Park, which we'll get into here soon. Maybe this will be my segue. <laughs> um, when they did the, the Lord of the Rings spoof and they were trying to get the extended edition videotape uh, or DVD, I can't remember, but Butter somehow got a hold of like the worst porn ever. It got mixed up in the boxes, <laughs> <laughs> and because he watched this, he slowly turned in the Gollum. And it's my precious because <laughs> it messed him up. You know, it was like it was it was it was it was funny. Like Butters, or uh, not Butters, Token. Token says, "I." He's like, Token, we don't know why this is this tape is so what kind of magic it has. We we need somebody to watch it. He says, I will take on the quest. And he goes in and he comes out like five minutes later. He's just taking off his costume. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play anymore. I'm done. <laughs> so <clears throat> coming back to the books, I want I mean I wonder if it was kind of a marketing ploy to be able to do that because you did kind of have visions of you know, in 20 years' time, sort of saying, yeah, kid, do you want to buy a copy of the Twitch? It's the original. It's got the word ugly in it, you know, and, and, and this kind of thing. And whether, the, you know, they would go into people's houses and it made me think of, like, Equilibrium and, and, and sort of movies like that where people have got hidden libraries with the original copies of Roald Dahl books. And you are thinking... Really? Seriously? This is this is where we're going to now, that we're protecting kids so much that we're just not going to use the word ugly around them? I, I don't know how this is all going to play out because i mean it's this this weird mind virus has infected so many hr departments and that sort of thing and then corporations <laughs> yeah. either are buying into all this nonsense or they are using it to their advantage yeah i is this a cynical marketing ploy is it woke people getting in the way can it be both? I probably could be both. Uh, I mean, it's not like a corporation is a monolith. There's all kinds of people in it. They all have different <laughs> ideas, and marketing people will take advantage of anything they can. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what to think <clears throat> about it. I do know that that all of it, long term, is is bad. Yeah, and if we don't any get, kind of sense. Of any kind of censorship of old stuff. It's weird, actually, because I remember George Lucas petitioning somewhere, and he was saying about how they shouldn't change old movies. You know, they shouldn't even colorize them and all this kind of stuff. And it is kind right. of like, right, George, I get what you're saying, but you, you, you've you never submitted a copy of Star Wars to the uh, American Film Institute because you want them to have the special edition and not the original cut. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So you're kind of shooting yourself in your own It's okay when we do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and again, it's like, say, any kind of this censorship. It's just, yeah, it's just bad. Yeah, I mean, Lucas, he didn't just, I mean, he testified in front of Congress on this. Oh, there this you go, yeah. I knew, just I knew him it just getting it yeah. from interview. I mean, this was under oath and shit. Like, <laughs> what the hell, George? I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, this, this, it kind of comes down to like they're, that bedrock principles are no longer bedrock anymore and that they are used when convenient. And if we, <laughs> yeah. if, 
if if the principles don't get back in place somehow, if we don't have a foundation to build off of, then the whole thing crumbles. And I, I mean, I don't want to start sounding like Tim Pool here, but I mean, come on, this is this is what is happening. We are the foundation is crumbling, and what's going to happen? Not just the United States, but I mean, all of the West mm. um, is is kowtowing to this nonsense in, in various ways, and they're not going to, you know. The people that want to take over are people who do not have these principles and will have no compunction of screwing you over if it furthers their own aims. That's, I think that is a, 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 such a huge part of the problem that these people have got such wild ideas that it's not, you know, the whole backlash of what with this Roald Dahl thing. It's just because it's so stupidly outrageous and, and you know, anybody with a mediocre of common sense or goes well that's just a bad idea whereas these people are sort of like no 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 we must fight for the children and make sure they don't you know get influenced by this kind of thing and it's really sort of but it's not is it you know it's it, you know any like you say anybody with common sense but it's it's unfortunately these people that are, are the ones that are in control of the whole situation yep i'm not sure how it's going to get fixed because we have groups, I mean, an entire generation that's been affected with this mind virus. And <laughs> I, I don't know if the question is, are they the majority or not? Yeah. I don't know. It seemed, I mean, speaking of that, we've got some other bits and pieces to talk about. So I'm going to move these around now because you did say about South Park. But we're going to go on to Hogwarts Legacy. <clears throat> now, obviously, this again has caused massive controversy because. It's been completely boycotted and failed quite spectacularly. Oh wait, no, it hasn't. But again, this this people on Twitter who think seem to think that the the way out of this situation is to scream as loud as they possibly can to get attention, and then that will solve the situation. You know, much like a toddler does. But all they seem to do with this again, whether this is a clever marketing ploy, we don't know. But you know, Hogwarts has become one of the biggest games ever to come out in the last, you know, couple of years. Just because of this boy, well, not just because of this boycott, but I mean, obviously there's a huge fan base, but a lot of people have been going out and buying it just out of spite. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just, I just find it fascinating that this is where it, it's kind of emblematic of their whole mindset, you know, it's 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 so tribal and so othering. There are probably various things that they should probably figure out that they could probably do more good with if they had a principle. I think this comes back to it's not, it's it's, it's got to be a principle, but to them it's just picking enemies. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. now, <clears throat> J.K. Rowling in their mind is the biggest enemy to everything that is whatever. It is that they believe this trans nonsense, trans maniacs, I call them, and they they are not. I mean, J.K. is probably their biggest supporter in a lot of ways. I mean, she is completely woke leftist progressive on just about everything. And the only place she finally drew the line is but. Men are men and women are women, and that's a biological thing. And that's they can't handle that. They just have the last lost their mind. The last movie outpost does not agree with our statement because you can be whatever you want to be. Just don't get us in trouble and get us cancelled. Yeah. We already go yellow on our monetization <laughs> thing. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last week, yeah. As soon as you say J.K. Rowling, that's what happens. I think that's what happens. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm like going, okay, well, this is the hill you want to die on because it's more important to you to, to hurt J.K. Rowling than it is to fight for any principle. Well, the problem is that the normies like Harry Potter. My daughter, who is not a gamer, was, well, we gave her... My, my son and I split it. We bought her an Xbox so she could play Hogwarts Legacy. Right. She that that's how I mean to her Harry Potter is like Star Wars to you and me. And there and she's not alone. So going after Harry Potter was a losing battle. And yeah, from the start. And they really exposed themselves as the lunatics. So I mean, I I, I guess I chalked this up as a win, but I mean they're. I mean, some of the things they were saying is like, if you play Harry Potter, trans people will die. I'm like, how? Well, I mean, technically, they probably have a point that they would, but it would have nothing to do with the fact of anybody playing Harry Potter. <laughs> you yeah. know, in the whole Sylvia Plath type of way, you know, we're all dying, you know, and some people might die, you know, but um, uh, millions of kids in Africa will probably go hungry tonight. But again, it's got nothing to do with Harry Potter. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, you know, people were seeing their lunatic stuff. It's like, if you play this, you're contributing to violence against, like, how, how this guy sitting, look, if anything, yeah. you're getting ready for the violence because guys are just sitting there looking at their damn screens, you know, they're not running around the streets causing problems. Doing, yeah, actually, yeah, and recreating GTA. Yeah. I mean, it's just, we have such a weak group I, I it's like i can't believe we're losing these people sometimes because they are so weak in the head they can't handle any criticism they have no ability to self-reflect and so when this happened they lit they cannot handle it they are just their brains broke when they saw the sales on that harry potter game <laughs> they can't figure out that there is a world beyond their sexual I fetishes I think he's. I saw a meme recent. Well, a meme. It was a. It was a video of somewhere. It was in Walmart or somewhere. Weirdly, um, but a, a chap had stopped a lady pushing in front of him with a trolley. That's all that had happened. He was in a queue and a lady pushed in. And he, I think he politely said to her, "You know, excuse me, you've just pushed in." This woman then went on this absolute tirade about how this man was upsetting her, and she was literally screaming like a toddler. Until the, the, the employees took I I the man. That. Yeah, but the, the employees took the man away because obviously they just wanted this woman to shut up. And I thought to myself, so this is the world that we're living in now, that it just if yeah. you just scream louder. Because my, my answer to that would have been to scream even louder than the woman because I probably could have done that. <laughs> you know, And but I'm not a child. I'm a fully grown-up adult. And if somebody does push in front of me, yeah, I might say something. But if they just sort of say, oh, I'm in a hurry, oh, it's fine, you know, carry on. But this woman was just, it was, and, and I just thought, this is the next generation. That we're, that this is what we're teaching them. That if you anything upsets you in any way, shape, or form, even when you're behaving like a complete ass, just scream and shout like a toddler until you get your way. You know, don't Emo don't grow emotional out of that. In, emotional incontinence is just rampant, <laughs> and I've never seen. I I just I just think about when I was, well, even when I was a kid, but it, even when I was in my twenties and the nineties, nobody nobody would have put up with that. No. I don't know um, why we do now. I don't understand it. I mean, this is not long term. This is just like, okay, I guess we hand the world to China. I, 
They're laughing at us. Yeah. It's, it's a shame that we're living in a society like that. And like I say, it's kind of, I was thinking to myself the other day how it's weird I've never seen a Karen in real life. And not that I want to, but at the same time, it's kind of like it would just be fascinating to see that kind of meltdown by somebody, you know, just to sort of like, oh, wow, well, I never thought I'd see one in real life. This is, well, you know, film well, on the phone. That, and- <laughs> that's an interesting point. I mean, you watch, you get on YouTube, or Twitter sinkholes and you end up seeing compilations of all <laughs> yeah. this stuff. Right. But you know, you're talking like 10 in a video, 10 Karens in a video, which just seems like a lot. But you think of how many people are out there and how many interactions happen on a daily basis, you know, compounded mm. orders of magnitude. And it's like, if you got 10, that's nothing. You don't see it in your real life. It's like I, I'm addicted to those dash cam videos. I just, yeah, I just yeah. love watching crazy wrecks. And uh, oh, glad uh, that's not get, me. Get, yeah, get get my road rage out at home, you know. But uh, you know, I drive daily, or yeah, I used to anyway. But I, I enough, and it's like I just don't. Occasionally, somebody might slow down a little bit or cut, but nobody brake checks me. None of this stuff happens. Yeah. It's just, you know, when it yeah. does, you, somebody, everybody has a dash cam now, so they film it and whatever. But it's, uh, so is, is it exaggerated because of the internet? Is it, is the internet breaking our brains maybe? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like I say, it's, um, I mean, not that this is the same story, but we've got dogs over here called English bull terriers and, um, you know, one oh, dog like kills. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And one dog kills a kid because he's been raised by a complete, ass of a person who's taught it to do that and then all bulldogs are completely horrible terrible creatures and i mean i've known a bulldog and it was so chilled out it was almost a cat you know and but you like you say the media plays up on this one event and so everybody thinks oh they're evil hideous dogs and don't go ever go near them and everything else but that's not the case with them it's just one example that's been amplified by the media and that kind of thing which is you know, one of those things you just can't help because the media will just latch onto these stories and, and blow them all out of proportion. Gotta get the clicks, man. Gotta get the clicks. Like what we do. But we do it subtly. Well, that, 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 this gets back to <laughs> what I said with, with the doll books, right? The media and the corporations and whoever owns all these IPs and everything, they will do anything. They will do whatever underhanded thing they can do to get us freaking out and mad at each other because... Whether you're against or for it, you get the clicks. And if you yep. get the clicks, you're making money. And people are going to buy the books because of this. Yep. And, you know, oh. I feel like, well, we're just playing in their hands, aren't we? It is weird, isn't it? It's, it's weird. Somebody said it's weird how a generation of, of such snowflakes that are the same people that were raised on things like Family Guy and South Park. <laughs> um, yeah. And- I, I, don't, I mean, obviously, it's... It, varies from family to family. I know a lot of younger kids, you know, my kids, my stepkids, they don't buy into any of this stuff. So I don't know. Well, we'll see. Speaking of South Park, I've called it the Royal South Park because there's a couple of stories here. But it's, again, this is kind of funny because obviously over here in the UK, we have heard nothing but uh, the Prince and releasing his book and Meghan Markle and everything else for the last six weeks. I hadn't heard that South Park were taking the mick out of them <laughs> until it 
started trending and everything else. And so then I wanted to watch the episode, which I found hilarious. And again, I kind of bought we right privacy. into it. We want privacy. <laughs> yeah. What are you looking at? How dare you? We've been told, yeah, we want our privacy. Um, right around again, with sides. I want privacy. <laughs> Going on to TV shows. Ah, oh, privacy. Yeah, the privacy, bit that, man. The bit that got me was when he's saying about there were people inside. Hello? 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 <laughs> 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 so funny. Um, but again, it's it's marketing that's worked because I wanted to watch it. And I mean, like I say, I did and I thought it was really funny. But it now seems that, you know, Megan's still very upset about the whole thing and she wants to sue South Park over it. And again, it, it, the problem is, is they, they are too dumb to see that everything that they said in South Park, they are now doing. You know, we want our privacy, and this is privacy has been exposed on South Park, and so we're going to sue. If you just shut up, it would go away. I don't think they're going to be able to sue or going to be able to do anything about it, uh, being public figures. I don't think that that's going to go anywhere. And they were Canadian. It was the Canadian prince. And <laughs> yes, completely different. <laughs> a Canadian red-haired prince and a dingleberry black-haired white. <laughs> It's just a total coincidence. Uh, I, I think. Do you do you know what the Streisand effect is? No, go on. Okay, so there was a guy who did this uh, picture book of coastlines, California coastlines. It's like some from the air and things like that, and put out this this picture book. It's like a coffee table book, if I remember right. I, I could be wrong, so correct me if if you guys are in the comments. But basically, put out this book. And throughout all the pictures of all these different, you know, some of them had houses on the shore. It was Barbara Streisand's house. And she made a big stake out of it. Now, if she had it, nobody would have known it was her house. <laughs> yeah, and it would have just been a house the, on the on the edge it, of it. Would just, it, it probably would have sold 100 <laughs> copies of this book, you know, because it's a freaking coffee table book or something. I mean, nobody would have known. And it, that would have been the end of it. it. But she sued. She made a big deal out of it. And then everybody went to buy the book. And now everybody knows where Barbara Streisand's house is. And it's it's, it's become a <laughs> me. And it's called the Streisand effect. This is what people call okay. it now. It's because uh, they, you know, by, by making a big stink out of something that you want kept down low, you achieve the opposite effect. <laughs> Yeah, and this is what Megan and Harry have done because it was uh, just another just, South Park episode. Sorry to interrupt. You're still peeking again a little bit. Turn your microphone down. Fiddle with your microphone. I'm fiddling with it. I'm fiddling. That's with better. It. Okay, That's better. There we go. There we go. All right. Now I'm we can't hear him at all. This is great. So welcome to my show. No. <laughs> Before you carry uh, on a minute, we've, we've, Kurt's come in and said the Illuminati wants to destroy America. That's where the First Amendment is under attack. What's the First Amendment? It's the right to free speech, along with a few oh, other okay. things. The right, right to religion, the right to... When they say the I right to read. bear arms, do you think they actually meant, like, bear arms? We're, or... We'll get into cocaine bear soon. <laughs> um, thanks for joining uh, us, though, Kurt. Yeah, go on. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm just saying that that's what's happened is that they they made a big stink out of this, and now more people are watching the episode, to sh <laughs> yeah. showing what <laughs> lunatics they are. Um, it's again, like I say, if you just kind of shut up, I, I've often found that the best form of offense in this situation is not to fight fire with fire; it's just to shut up and just let it burn out. It will it will soon go away. 
Um, yeah, the if, they, just- if they were smart because their their ratings are got uh, approval ratings for whatever that means. I don't know who's taking these surveys, but whatever. <laughs> but they're just they're in the tank, and people yeah. have just about had enough of them. If you wanted to turn it around, you could have, you know, you, the first thing you should have done is go, yeah, South Park kind of got us, didn't they? You know? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And people probably would have said, ah, good for them for being good sports, you know? That's, that's, there's nothing more endearing than somebody taking the joke with a bit of yeah. humor and saying, well, yeah, maybe I should work on myself. Because, I mean, a big thing in America is the American Easter roast, isn't it? Where they sort of sit there and they roast people and, you yeah, know, like, to show thing. that they've got a good sense of humor about it, yeah. Yeah, and if you if you take it on the chin a little bit and say, okay, maybe we will lay low. Hey, they, that was pretty funny. I gotta admit, they got us. Yeah. Uh, that would have been that would have done wonders for their image. But no, they're so self centered and narcissistic and navel gazing. They can't respect our privacy. Anything. Our privacy. Yeah. Just make sure you respect our privacy. It's can't strange. Any criticism? Any? I, I love thought, it when he said, uh, "I'm gonna, <coughs> I'm gonna." I'm gonna, he said something about I'm gonna get my I'm gonna stick my blue, blue dick, dick in his ass or something. <laughs> and just <laughs> he's on about the window. When he got frostbite. And he, yeah, but he's like going on the window and stuff, and Stan's just like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not paying attention to it. No, <laughs> um, it is, uh, yeah, it is very good. Um, hey, Rodney's I mean, here they as just well. Prove, yeah, they just proved the point. Was the funny part. Damn right. Reacting like children to a roast is, um, it was the worst thing they could have done. Exactly. It's funny, actually, because I probably shouldn't say this because it was, it's, it's going to get me into more trouble. But on our Slack team group thing that we have for the last movie outpost to update articles and stuff, somebody said about calling me Pip, which I hate. But I thought to myself, if I kick off stink about it, you'll just do it more. And I tried to let it lie, but it hasn't died away yet. But, you know, <laughs> that'll teach me. Uh- yeah. Um, well, Pip, but, what's our next uh, subject? Damn it. Um, so, apparently, Lord of the Rings, is is it new movies or new TV shows? Let me look. I thought it was new movies. As you can see, we've done our research. We've done our research here today. Uh, I, I wrote the article. I don't remember. No, I didn't write the article. Stark did. Um, okay, I will read the article here. Just very quick. I thought it was new movies. I'm sure lots of people on Twitter and a few other places have been saying new movies are coming out for Lord of the Rings. They want to do... Um... Okay. Zaslav wants to be in Franchise Heaven again and is pressing the go button for all sorts of existing IPs. We know he's keen on more Potter, and there's rumors that Hogwarts Legacy is coming to HBO Max as a streaming show. Oh, okay. About the so I apologize. DCU... No, no, I'm still going. We know about the new DCU under Gun and Saffron. The situation regarding the rights of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings IP is as complex as one of his appendices. Swedish gaming company Embracer Group has the rights to the Rings movies, games, merchandise, theme parks, and live stage productions since last year when it purchased the rights holder Middle Earth Enterprises from the Saul Zantz Company. Amazon has the rights to the television adaptations as long as they're not based on the three original novels. MGM, now owned by Amazon, has the distribution rights to The Hobbit, but not the production rights. Warner Brothers Discovery has announced during an investor call on Thursday that it has a multi-year deal in place with Embracer to develop new movies 
Warner Brothers Pictures and New Line will create new movies based on The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit books. At the time of the writing, it's been an incredible 22 years since The Fellowship of the Ring was released. It'll be over a quarter of a century old by the time any new adaptation makes it to the screen. We understand but still. how... Ch- okay, no clarity here, but I mean... It's like remaking The Wizard of Oz or Star Wars. It doesn't, you know. Oh, no, it's, 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 again, it's just one of those things. That, okay, maybe if they went down the route of the Cimmerillion, I, I've never read the Cimmerillion, but I know kind of roughly what it's, what it's about. But maybe if they did that. But again, it's taking one of these properties. They have just proved, I, I had an argument with somebody on Twitter and they said about how it could be good and interesting, you know, if they expand on the story of Lord of the Rings. I said, but Rings of Power has just proved you wrong. <laughs> Because Rings of Power has been, it, you know, they've they've taken this stuff and they've completely changed the law and changed the characters and, and it's just been absolute awful. Well, well, there is more. You you could readapt it to be more faithful to the books. I'm not sure that's a. I mean, I don't need to see Tom Bombadil. I'm sorry, I don't need to see 23 pages of probate after. After Frodo dies, <laughs> yeah. and it's, or I'm sorry, after Bilbo dies, and Frodo and, and Frodo is trying to figure out how to get the Sackville Bagasy this much, and the uh, shut up, I don't care about the Tooks, I don't care about who gets what. Get go go oh, get to the Balrog. Yeah, I was going to say ultimately that is quite yeah yeah yeah, and uh, but then there were characters like Tom Bombadil missing as well, and stuff from the from the movie. Don't care. And, uh, <laughs> um, there you go. Kurt thinks that Eli Roth or Zack Schneider should do the Ring movies. Um, no, see, I'm not a fan of Eli Roth, but then I, I know what you're saying, that Eli Roth is just one of those people who loves violence for the sake of violence. And so it kind of would be at least interesting, but I can't imagine they would do it because the producers would step in and ruin everything like they did with everything else. <laughs> I, I think it should be uh, Rob Zombie. Did you see the quality Monsters remake? I'm telling you. <laughs> Bag up job. So bad. But again, it's just one of these things that they own these properties now and it's just leave them alone. You've seen what you've done with Star Wars. I mean, I can't think of any property where they've come out good. Anything at all. It's always turned out badly. Always. I feel like Harry Potter was the last thing that was adapted well. I I suppose, actually. I mean, yeah, they... Yeah, they, they they were quite faithful to it, weren't they? And they yeah. did a decent story with the films. I'm not a massive Harry Potter fan, but I appreciate how well the, the stories are written and how well the movies were put together. Um, but then it, you say I, I that, like but, then, but then, you know, it, it's still now a, a legacy. This whole, this whole legacy of Harry Potter is now all tainted because everybody hates J.K. Rowling and, you know, because she's such an horrible, evil, nasty yeah, woman. Don't. Don't don't hate Harry Potter because of J.K. Rowling. Hate it for the Fantastic Beasts franchise, which is a pile oh. of shit. That's, it, it's weird because usually I'll watch anything when it comes out. I'll give it a chance and stuff. But the second one of the or no, the third one I think it is of those Fantastic Beasts couldn't even be bothered. Could not be bothered. I, I didn't. Um, but I haven't watched it either. I I never got got around to it. I can. The first one was was okay. I mean, yeah. it was passable. It was like, okay, I could. This might be a good starting point. The second one was a god awful mess. It did. It just 
I can't even tell you what happened in it or why it happened or what what they were trying to do. And then do. they I went no and then they swapped out everybody as well, didn't they? They swapped out Johnny Depp because of the whole Amber Heard thing and then brought in um Mix Maddelson. Oh, uh, Ma- Ma- yeah, Mads Mickelson, whatever his yeah. name is. Um uh, Yeah, he's he's been played by three different people now. It's it's because <laughs> he was played by Colin Farrell in the first one. But he wasn't. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. But it, that was like some sort of apologies post here. Like Jai Dup came in at the end, you know, when the spell wore off or something. But then they did Jai Dup. That Jai Dup got screwed over by Andrew Heard, and then now you have Mads Mikkelsen, and the whole time so- they're both. He's gay for Dumbledore, and I'm like, I don't, I can't, I don't care, I don't care, I'm done. You know, you made my daughter mad, and she's the Harry Potter head. If you could, if you could turn her off, it's, it's, it's so, I'm so proud. It's so funny. It's like she's so mad at what they've done to Harry Potter, and I'm like the guy in the news with the Star Wars going, first time, huh? (laughs) You're angry at what Hollywood's done to your legacy, darling? Yeah, yeah. This is how I feel. Talk to you about Star Trek, Star. Um, and whatnot oh good look heidi's here hello heidi frost bear yeah cocaine bear we're getting to that we're getting to that before we do though i'm gonna we're just gonna quickly talk about the whale uh which is on streaming now um in the u.s not in the uk sorry to say but i i saw that this week Oh, there it is. I didn't see Heidi's comments. I, it wasn't updating. I just had to click away. Okay. Unprofessional. Um, <clears throat> seamlessly <laughs> into the whale. Um, but no, I, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. A24, I think, is a production studio who movies I always look forward to. And I was looking forward to seeing Brendan Frazier just act. Uh, and I said in the original um, review that I did, he... You know, I kind of remember him from George of the Jungle and the Mummy movies, and obviously this was, you know, extremely and and, and Cineo Man, um, but this was extremely different, and it was a brilliant film uh, based on a play by someone, uh, and it was very much filmed like a play because it was all kind of in one room, and again, that kind of thing fascinates me of having close knit characters together as opposed to say something like Ant Man, which is set in a completely different universe and whatnot. And it was a very powerful movie, and I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. Have you have you seen it? Nope. <laughs> Honestly, I just didn't have much interest. I was looking at it, going, "Okay, big fat guy turns gay." Didn't uh, no. I I'd say okay. I just it's boring. I'm sorry. No, Heidi, we didn't see that. your flowers. Nope. Yeah, I mean that one right there. <laughs> um, with it, it was yes. There was he. Basically, he he was a married man, and he left his wife and his daughter to have an affair with um, one of his students. It turns out, but it was quite integral to the story. Uh, not to spoil too much, because the man that he had the affair with ends up having problems with his own family and ends up killing himself, and that's why he then becomes. Um, Charlie was the uh, Brendan Fraser's character. That's when he became um, this obese man locked in his own room. Um, and I must say, just to, just to get off the point, that living in your own house, never leaving, working from home, and eating yourself to death—living the dream. 
Just going to get that out of there. <laughs> That's the way I want to go. And I'm living the dream, I guess. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's that's the way I want to go. <laughs> um, but it was all integral to the story, and the story was brilliantly done. And the film itself is an upsetting film because there's kind of no way it can end well. Um, but I, I thought it was fantastic. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was very, when I think of, you know, I saw Ant-Man last week as well, chalk and cheese. You know, they were so different from each other, but I just, I enjoyed The Whale so much because there was so much more of an emotional journey with these characters as opposed to watching Ant-Man fighting Kang, uh, you know, which was just not as, not as interesting. Uh, I posted my homegrown flowers on Instagram. I think I did see them, Heidi. Yes. And I don't have Instagram, so that's sorry. I can't see where you are now, but yes, no, I think I did see them. They were great. Oh, there you are. Right. Um, no, but yes. Anyway, thank you for posting those. But but yeah, Brendan Fraser was very very good. It's really throwing me off. Now. Brendan Fraser was was excellent, and I thought the whole film was very good. It's I think it is one of those movies. First movie was Aces. It was, and don't get me wrong, I love. But the first one, the second one, eh, um, it kind of tails off a little bit. But the but the first, like I say, Brendan Fraser just always seemed like a just a great guy. And then having him actually seeing his acting skills in this were, it was quite incredible. And it's it's definitely, I'd put it on one of those movies that I think people should see before they die. You know, that obviously there are movies that come out all the time that kind of do that, not very often these days, but it's definitely something people should, if you're a, if you're a cinephile, you should definitely sit down and watch it. Yeah, I mean, Frazier did some drama in his early days that people forget about because it's lost in things like, you know, Dudley Do-Right and George of the Jungle and all sorts of other stuff he did. Monkey Bone. Um, yeah, yeah. He did go to the Monsters. It's the one that seems to spring to my mind for some strange reason, but I don't really remember much about that. No, I don't either. <clears throat> I know he did one, like, with Honors or something. I think it was with Joe Pesci. Um, was it as good as what's eating i i couldn't say because i genuinely haven't seen what's eating gilbert grape for an awfully long time um an awfully long time so i couldn't compare the two um in fact i might put that back on my list that's the one i'm thinking of school ties school ties okay huge cast okay with brendan fraser i see um the whale i definitely think is something that if you're a cinephile you should you should take the time to watch because it is, it's it's brilliantly done, and Brendan Fraser is just <laughs> masterclass in it, <laughs> as uh, Aggie would like me to say. Um, but no, I thought it was very very good. So okay, we're going to move I, on. I am happy to see. I, I just want to say I am happy to see that Fraser is is uh, getting back Absolutely. into the swing of things. I've loved him in, um, even though he hasn't really. He he's had a few on screen, but mostly it's voiceover. But him and as Robot Man in Doom Patrol has just been hilarious. He's been great. So I've not seen and any of that, but I Doom mm. Patrol is one of those series that you you know for all the superhero series and they are a, a DC superhero team. It's not like anything else you'll see. It's it's bizarre and and messed up, and I love it for that. Messed up, you say? Mm. <laughs> yes. Well, that's that's me on board. Okay, then. So moving on then to our 
cocaine bear. Um, <laughs> now, I just to introduce this, I haven't, I've seen the trailers of this and I am highly looking forward to seeing it, but my local cinema is not playing it. However, you have seen it, haven't you, mate? Yep. Went and saw it last night. And um, one, I'd, I'd like to have everybody, if you can get it down and see it today, please do, because there is an off chance that it might beat Ant-Man Quantumania in its second week. <laughs> really funny to me. <laughs> that is that is one of those things which is just oh please do that please do that please have a movie about a a, a cocaine snorting bear beat Marvel and Disney you know at their own game. Very funny. Uh, Elizabeth Banks directed this, and I'm trying to. So think was it as good as Charlie's Angels? No. <laughs> no, as in. Yes, it was. <laughs> um, because it was a masterpiece, sir, of strong <laughs> female characters, and which us men weren't ready nice for. To us. <laughs> yes, Brits love Coke. Uh, Not all of us. I prefer Pepsi. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I'm going to have to turn off your camera for a while for that. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's, no, it's obviously, yes, it's much better than that. Um, and it's just, it is what it is. You know what? One, it takes place in 1985 and I, cause it's based on a, it's based loosely yes. on a true story, isn't it? No, no. They followed it, uh, completely. The, the guy jumps out of the plane and he hits his head after he's thrown all this coke out of the plane. He hits his head, and so his chute doesn't go off, and he ends up in some poor asshole's driveway. And then the care uh, the bear overdoses and dies. Oh, so it's quite a short film. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the loosely starts. Oh, I see. Oh, that, they in put real a life, Hollywood twist on it. <laughs> right. This is where they put a Hollywood twist on it when the bear becomes a complete cocaine fiend. And uh, <laughs> it's it's not it's, somehow they made a halfway decent story out of it. I was kind of surprised because it's not like your your typical bear, bear goes crazy. Like there's other stories going around, and the bear is you know killing the bear is not the the end all of the movie. In no. fact, I'm going to spoilers. Can I go into spoilers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not too bothered. Yeah, I'm not too bothered. Right. Um, do you remember? Do you remember? Uh, and maybe you don't remember, but I remember when uh, after Star Wars came out, but before Empire Strikes came out, Empire Strikes Back came out. Everybody had shirts that said "Darth Vader lives." I'm going to make a shirt that says "Cocaine Bear Lives." <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and. Sh- sh- the, the the it did start out that way though the, this dude he's in a plane and he's throwing duffel bags out and he's just having a grand old time with it now according to the research I did about what really happened I think the guy that was throwing cocaine bales out of the out of the plane thought that they were tracking him and he wanted to get rid of it I did not get this sense in this movie that that's why he was doing it I'm not really clear why he was doing it because if it was drops, there's got to be better ways to do it than what he was doing. Because there's <laughs> duffel bags in trees. There's duffel bags on roofs. I'll pick all that up later. That won't be an issue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, 
Yeah, you could just land and give it to the to the drug dealer, but <laughs> no, sure, throwing it out of a plane—that's an idea too. Um, and he's just having a grand old time. He's throwing them all out. He's he's partying out. He does not seem like he's under any sort of tension or something. And then when he jumps, getting ready to jump out of the plane, that's what happens. He clonks his head on the top of the the hatch opening, knocks right. himself out, slides out of the plane. Ends up in some poor bastard's driveway dead. Um, the bear gets into the cocaine and he start he he attacks two <laughs> hikers. I should say he, the she bear. Uh, it's a well, to be sexist, we're all equal. Yep. Uh, female <laughs> bears can can tear shit up just as easy as male bears. <laughs> they're high on coke. Uh, so they they he attacks. Uh, a pair of hikers and he kills the woman which I thought sure that was the other thing it's like I expected some people to die that didn't die and others okay. that did die I was not expecting or they drag okay. things out but the the, the the it's all played for laughs and the one thing I liked about it is set in 1985 and it does not feel like an 80s it doesn't feel like a remember the 80s movie yeah, it feels like an '80s movie. That's that, that is sense. one of those things that I no 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 I I desperately hate it when it's kind of even things like Stranger Things have done the same thing that it's kind of like the '80s. Do you remember the '80s? Look, we've got an arcade machine over there. Do you remember this? Listen to that song. That's an '80s song. Do you remember that '80s song? And it's kind of a lot of films kind of do that. That it's just oh, remember? Do you, do you remember? Can you can you listen to the music? Uh, it's the '80s. Remember? Uh, you know and yeah. Whereas as opposed to what you're saying is is it's it's a film like it was made in the eighties. It does. And it, it does it feels more like a period piece. Now I'd say there isn't a song or two, but it just isn't throwing eighties in your face all the time. Right. And this this old this uh older this woman that is the park ranger up there, she is getting ready for a nature inspector to come out she has a little crush on him and she's got like stuffed that she's got stuffed animals uh all over the 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 ranger cabinet i mean not a ton of them but you know few like you would expect and that sort of thing so the guy comes in and she's put on all this perfume and everything he's like oh what's that smell it's like oh i just you know she's trying to be coy about it he's like well we better get going i don't want to check out your ranger's cabin oh you're your, du- your your beaver is dusty. She's like, well, I'm working on that. <laughs> which was which was great. And uh, there was there's a lot of there's a lot of little just it's just not taking itself seriously at all, which is perfect. Yeah. And. I mean, ultimately, it's one of those movies. I mean, sometimes I come across titles of films and I just look at the title and I can't remember what some of them are, but some of them are just so unbelievable per- piranaconda on the other day where it yeah. was a, a, a mix you know and i look at it and i think oh, i kind of fancy that and like you say if they're not taking themselves seriously you can have great fun with them and obviously cocaine bear is one of those films where it's like we're not taking ourselves too seriously with this <laughs> you know yeah but it's it's not like sharknado stupid i mean it's, no. it's reasonably good you know it's it's not sort of based ever based in some form of reality yeah to a certain extent and you have a lot of different characters in here. So you got the mom with their daughter um, and the daughter wants to go paint the falls. And, and I mean, like she's a painter. She likes to 
and she wants to go to the park to paint the waterfall because it would be a pretty painting. And so she takes her friend and she skips school. And they go out to the woods because they're going to go do this because she's mad at her mom for dating somebody. And so the mom gets a call from school. So now she's got to chase her daughter into the park. Meantime, the uh, the bear has attacked these two people. And then it's it's uh, it does attack the kids. And the one kid ends up in a tree and the other one gets uh, the the girl gets dragged into the cave fortunately she does not get eaten why i don't know because so the movie can happen i guess <laughs> yeah Duh. then you have yeah. <laughs> then you have the drug dealer played by ray liotta and i don't know if it's awesome or sad that the last movie <laughs> that ray liotta made was cocaine bear I mean, it does say at the end of the credits, in memoriam. (laughs) (laughs) This film is dedicated to Ray Liotta. (laughs) Okay, Bear. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Like you say, it's kind of one of... Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, But at the same time, I do think to myself, I watched Muppets Most Wanted the other day, Ray Liotta was in that, and again, he was being really funny in it. And he's obviously known for quite serious characters, but then he also obviously had a very good sense of humour about things. So, like, fair play, you know? Obviously, if you're going to do a movie like this. (laughs) So, Ray Liotta was supposed to take possession of all the cocaine, but obviously what's went wrong, if he doesn't get the cocaine, he's he's really effed by other drug dealers i guess and he's trying to get his son to the business his son didn't want to be in the business but he just lost his wife joan at, to cancer and so he sends his um right hand guy to go pick up the son because the son has dropped off his grandson his son and he wants him to pick him up because he's got to go get the cocaine this is getting convoluted already i know and the, the the son is all weepy because of he lost his wife. He went to get a tattoo of her, but the guy screwed up. And so it said Joan. It's a big heart that says John. <laughs> He's all upset about that. And uh, so the two of them, it's his friend and his father's right hand man and his friend, this black guy, they go to try to find the cocaine, and they end up in the forest as well. Now, the mother comes in to the, to the uh, ranger station where the ranger is working with the, the guy she has a crush on, and she says, my daughter's lost, can you help? And she's like, oh, God damn it. So she gets her gun, they go out, and they get attacked by the bear. And the ranger's kind of messed up, but she's able to get back to the cabin. I figure she would have been dead. And the nature guy that she has a crush on he ends up in a tree next to and the other kid is in another tree and the mother's just hiding and while while the guy was trying to get away from the bear he ended up in a pile of cocaine and then he ends up in the tree so he's covered in the cocaine so the bear goes to go (laughs) get the kid and he gets all the way almost up to get the kid and he sniffs and he looks over and he sees the guy over there in the other tree covered in cocaine he's like He jumps from one tree to the other, tears that guy to ribbons. Um, 
Ah, then I forgot about the cop. This really gets convoluted. I'm telling you. So then there's a cop that first story was such a simple premise. (laughs) You know, that's what that's what I'm saying. It's not that hard to follow. It's just hard for me to tell because I only saw it the once, and then I had a lot of liquor last night. So you're gonna have to bear with me. Uh, Uh, But (laughs) I didn't even realize I did that. I'm so I'm so in the zone with my comedy. Didn't even realize it. Did uh, it. No, I, I didn't even realize. You're gonna have to cocaine bear with me. Uh, so uh, I did. By the way, I did see the advertisement for meth alligator. I was like, come on, those teeth wouldn't look that good. Uh, but the so so the cop he's investigating and he ends up in the forest as well. There's these three teenagers that attack the black guy, and he kicks their ass, and he sa- and he finds one of the bricks of cocaine on him. He says, where'd you get this? So he gets one of them to take him to the gazebo. The cop ended up in the gazebo just by happenstance, and he sees one of the bags up there. They all end up together. The son, the right-hand man, this teenager, and the cop is on top of the gazebo, they got guns on each other, and then the bear comes out because there's cocaine over there. But now this time the bear is coming down, so he's not really attacking him. He's not all ferocious, and the and the two guys are playing dead, and finally the bear just passes out on top of the one guy. <laughs> he just smothered him. <laughs> like, I can't get him off. Can you lift him up? No. A bear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fucking 500 pound bear laying on top of yeah. uh so there's a lot of that kind of stuff uh eventually ray Liotta comes out he shoots the cop there's more of a chase meanwhile the the mother is able to follow because the girl was able to spray paint and as to why she was getting dragged by the bear and leave a trail and so the mother and the little kid they go get the girl those guys end up somehow back at at the same place uh because they find a bunch of the cocaine there and then the bear saves the day, quite frankly. Uh, you know what? I can't even tell this story. It's too much. Um, which <laughs> I, is I, really I, kind of surprising. But I, uh, like, it's one of those films that, like I say, that the premise of it, you kind of, again, coming back to like Ant-Man, you know, you think to yourself, Ant-Man, it's, you know, it's the continuation of the Marvel story and blah, 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 and everything else. Whereas, like I say, somebody somewhere was sort of going, what about a picture <clears throat> Of a bear that takes cocaine. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just somebody sort of somewhere side. And then after six months, when they're on the set filming it, going, got a bit out of hand, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it holds together. Here's the thing. I, I don't want to make this sound like it's like complete mess or whatever. <laughs> it's not. It's just a lot to tell. But that's the thing. If you ask me, what was Ant-Man about? Well, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Hank Pym and Janet what was, Van Dyne. What was, they end what up the in the tr- quantum what, universe. What was the motivation for the bear? I mean, you know, uh, what was he? Was he? Uh, 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 well, I was no, no, no. I mean, was he really expressing the inner feelings of what uh, wildlife is towards humankind? Or <laughs> nah, he's <laughs> it's, it's he just a bear strung on out drugs. on coke, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, if you, like I said, with Quantumanium, it's like, well, the four main people, they get sucked into the quantum realm. Kang's down there. He They lead a revolt. Uh, they defeat him, and then they go back up to the to the real world or to the, you know, 
Earth. Yeah. The end. I mean, in the end, that's really all it is. There's not a lot else happening. You can go into some detail on the journey, but it's not very convoluted. There's not that much going on. In this, there's like, there's all these side stories and all these little arcs and all these people that have, you know, real characters and you kind of get to, to know <laughs> them. You know the teenager. You know and the it's white to get son is messed them. up. You got invested in them. The bear is kind of like this thing that's happening alongside of all this. And while he is obviously a big catalyst for creating a lot of mayhem, it's, you know, I, I guess I, this is really a stretch, kind of like it into Jaws, right? Why, why was Jaws, why was Jaws so awesome? It wasn't because of the shark. It was because of the relationship yeah. between Brody and... And uh, Quinn and Hooper and yeah. Quint, yeah, and and some of the and and the first half of the movie Brody trying to deal with you know the town and all that kind of stuff. The shark mm -hmm. is just you know just a problem that needs to be solved, you know. And they lost all that because they made the shark the focal. By by Jaws four, the shark was going after <laughs> yeah. the Brodies. <laughs> And then yeah. following them, even though they took a plane, <laughs> following them all the way down to the fucking Bahamas. I mean, it just got so insane. It's, it's a good job. It's like, a, no, it's a good job that the, the, the shark broke into their house and saw their travel plans so he yeah. could follow them. <laughs> but no, in this one, sorry, go on. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? Telegram. Um. <laughs> You're oh, that shark, it, it, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm oh. only a dolphin. <laughs> No. <laughs> trying to hide his teeth. Yeah. Oh, only a dolphin. Okay. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's how Jaws got. It got that ridiculous. This is kind of like that, where the shark or the bear is a, a thing that is happening, but there are other problems or other stories that get you invested in the in the movie. And the actual character. It's kind of yeah. like a... Yeah, it's kind of like a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes, and... It's funny. The kills are funny. That when the ranger finally does buy it, it is absolutely hilarious. Um, the the bear is. There's only maybe one or two times that the bear's CGI really kind of gets a little dodgy. Noticeable, yeah. Yeah, but it for the most part, it's it's fine. Um, can I can I can I just say ever so quickly? Would you just say uh, cocaine bear on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment is at seventy one percent, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania forty eight percent. What's the audience rating? <laughs> uh, on which one, cocaine bear? Yeah, uh, seventy one and seventy five. Seventy five percent. I'd I'd say that's probably spot on. You're you. I mean, it's this isn't gone with the wind. It's cocaine bear. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, no. You're gonna get what you what you paid for. I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Again, it's, it's kind of like with nice the whole shark. More. I was gonna say, like with the whole Sharknado thing. Yeah, there's only one thing. You, there's two things you're gonna see in that movie: sharks and a tornado. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's nice that there's more to this movie. It's nice that there's. Is it? It's goofy. You're not supposed to take it seriously. That's all fine. But I cared. I cared about the mom and the kids. I cared about what happened to these these mm -hmm. goofy side characters. I laughed when they died. I laughed at you know. It's it's all just it's fun. 
I I, yeah, I almost yeah. liken it to Dale. What is it? Tucker and Dale. Dale versus evil. Versus evil. <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah. of like that. Uh, kind of a little like that. Like you cared about those characters and what was going on in that crazy yeah. mess. And it kind of like the same way. And it's not just like, well, this is, you know, you don't, you don't have like those early eighties. It's like, I'm telling you, this is a bear. Like you've never seen. You know? it's <laughs> yeah, just, that's right. It's fucking bear. It's just a black bear. No big deal. It's just a high on Coke and it's a little bit more aggressive <laughs> and bears can kill you. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, yeah, they're they're known for their temper. (laughs) Yes, this one can kill you humorously. That's the fun part. (laughs) So I, I do, I do recommend it. I do, I, I absolutely recommend it as a. It's only like an hour thirty six. It's not long. Good. Um, you're in and out, and you just you had a good time. You don't feel like you wasted your money. It moves along at a brisk enough pace and you come out and go, oh, that was fun. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like I say with a lot of films, I, I you know, sometimes I, I remember walking out of Batman and just sort of thinking, I, I, ironically enough, I kept thinking that was a waste of money. I mean, I think it's because I bought a hot dog yeah. and drink as well. So I had to remortgage my house, but um, you know, I did think to myself, you know, that was a waste of money ultimately to do that. Whereas, like I say, I've seen films which have got zero budget and zero anything else, but I've thoroughly enjoyed every moment of them because they've just been fun, you know? And ultimately, that's what you want. You want to be entertained for whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. there's there's no there's no woke nonsense because it all takes place in 1985, so you don't have any of that idiocy in there. Everybody well, you just said it was a black bear like... and a female. <laughs> She was sassy. I'll <laughs> get me in trouble. So, what would you what would uh, you give it stars wise? Yeah, I, I give it like a three out of four. I, I mean, I'm right there with them. Seventy five. Three out of four. Seventy five percent. Eighty percent. No, I'm, <laughs> we score our movies out of five. We have done forever, and you should, right, and you say three yeah, out of four. Three, three point. Oh. Well, I don't know what seventy five percent is out of five. Okay, it's that four how, out how many, of five. What, what, what would you give it? Uh, stars. Three oh, point I'd give it, uh, seven. I'd give it a C plus. Yeah, definitely. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Black Black Bear. That's the problem with this film. Oh, hang on. No, no, no. Black Bear is what I meant to put up. Black Bear. Yeah, it's a racist bear. That's what it is. That's right. I score on four. Yeah, at the end. Good English, uh, there, Heidi. The, the bear high on cocaine went in and it just raided a target while the security guys just looked on, didn't do anything <laughs> about it. it. Started taking all Again. the makeup because it's a black bear. So it's female. <laughs> so many jokes. Nope. Nope. Oh, we're really missing Sean. He's really missing out on this. Um, we didn't say, actually. Eggy, unfortunately, had a funeral this week, so he's got some family um, over, and so he's dealing with that. And Sean, apparently, is on his girl's... Um, his girlfriend's birthday, which is typical. As soon as a bloke gets a girl, they off go off and you know completely forget all their friends and everything else, don't they? Well, Bloody once he typical. gets married, then he'll go p- come back. I was going to say when me. when and when she finally goes missing. Okay, we're the ones who have got to pick up all the pieces. <laughs> Actually, that sounds really bad. Sean's going. Sean's <laughs> yeah, wasn't the direction um, I was going, but okay. 
the last booty outpost. If only, Heidi, <laughs> if only. Yeah. Um, uh, we'd actually probably get some hits and likes. <laughs> um, right. Get some Okey hits, doke. huh? <laughs> Again, if only. Um, so, yeah, so that's been, that's been this week. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about. I don't know. Heidi, you want to give me your phone number? <laughs> we figured that last week. She's married. She's not going to be interested in the likes of us. Eh, um, these days, that just seems to mean nothing. Uh, Sean, no, I don't have anything really. Oh, BTK. Yeah, I don't look like BTK. Yeah, the, the BTK, BTK killer. That's a serial killer. I don't know the, okay. that much about him. It's just it's one of those. Let's talk about Liverpool collapsing like dogs. I uh, yeah, you're barking up the wrong tree with uh, Phil here. He he doesn't know anything about football. You're assuming, uh, yeah, no idea. Oh no, live. <laughs> I was talking to one of my colleagues at work today, and uh, usually they play football out on a Sunday as a group, and they've asked me to go, and I kept saying no, I can't. I got a live stream, so I can't go and exercise. Thank goodness. Um, oh, and one of them said, "Damn it!" <laughs> and one of them said today, I said to him. Oh, so you guys playing tonight? Oh, so you guys got football tonight? And he said, oh, playing or watching? I said, I'm just making conversation. And he said, oh, well, there is a match on. We're all going to be watching that. And I was going, well, go sports. Yes. <laughs> go sports. <laughs> just, just, just to join in, you know. Um, oh, I like my football. And um, beyond that, I mean, I don't even watch hand egg. sports. You, you like your hand yeah, egg. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah, you yeah, very yeah, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. That's why it's Let's get that right. Um, yeah, because it's not football, it's hand egg. Um, it's awesome. Know. That's what it is. Well, I, like I say, I, I, I know I say this every week, but let's wrap up early. Uh, um, my, Don't get my me voices... started, Heidi. Don't get me started with your bullshit here, all right? I had plenty of times to not, like, fumble the ball and get it run into the end zone, Okay. You, you know, there was a, they pulled the shirt. You're going to have to deal with it. Yeah, I I had to hear this shit for years after the Royals were on the 1985 World Series. Dan Dickinger, Don Dickinger. Hey, you had a whole other game to fucking play. There's like 60 minutes in there. One call shouldn't have made a difference. Too bad. So sad. Okay, I'm done now, Phil. Thank you. <laughs> Just wanted to get that on my chest. <laughs> um, no, I've never been into sport. Apart from foxy boxing and jelly wrestling, that's those are okay. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to go to that mud wrestling place in Stripes. I did hear a good one the other day, just to, just to point out, and it was a comedian, and he said, um, I think that all transgender men who want to transition into women should be able to play women's sports, as long as I can bet. <laughs> <laughs> the women's the women's hundred meter uh, freestyle. I think I'll put my money on that six foot tall beauty over there, the one with the size eleven feet. <laughs> I've got a good feeling about her. Did you ever see they they did do that on South Park where the guy looked like yeah. Manny Macho Man Savage, but he's I've seen I've seen the meme. I'm yeah, the I've toughest girl in the world. <laughs> that is an exception, Heidi. Yes, I did used to watch WWE, but I haven't seen it for many years now. Um, uh, last time I watched it, it was still called WWF. That's how old I am. WWE is sport for people who hate sports. True or false? WWE uh, is a male soap opera. Yeah, exactly. And quite well done. 
I used to like yeah, it back yeah. in the days with The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin and uh, like with The Undertaker when he was first around. Hey, I was back when Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant and Jake yeah. Snake and the Iron Sheik, all those guys. And I hate to bring it up again. I hate to reference it again. But when South Park did do wrestling <laughs> and it, like the boys were doing wrestling, but they never wrestled. It was always like dressing up in costumes and Cartman kept saying that he was getting an abortion as, as he was playing this character was always getting an abortion and everything and finally uh, Vince McMahon was going to come and see if they were going to be worthy to be brought into the and, and he comes in he's like he's got opera glasses on and he's watching the story unfold nobody's actually fucking wrestling it's just <laughs> it's just this weird bizarre soap opera that these kids have created it's uh, like I say, I do miss the days of wrestling because it used to be quite good. But the last time I watched it, it was completely over the top, and I just I didn't, you know, it's turned too much more into a soap opera now than it has about the actual wrestling itself. Yeah, um, which is a bit of a shame. But yes, Heidi, so we we did talk about that. You were a little late, but yes, we talked about that. Yeah, if you were on on time, Heidi, it wouldn't have been an issue. You'd have seen that. No. I can't anyway. do the jokes again. Yeah, watch it back. But uh, speaking of which, remember to subscribe to the channel, uh, all three of you, and you can watch these back later in the week. I've still got a video I've got to finish. I've been concentrating on something else video-wise, which hopefully Tuesday will be over. Um, <laughs> is is You had church. My sweet Aunt Fanny, you had church. My goodness me, I had church. <laughs> I can't imagine she can get like to the door, <laughs> and then this is holy voice goes get out. <laughs> um, I think the correct. I think the correct way of saying that is that she did church. <laughs> yeah, um, I had a good one the other day. Of a priest came up to us and said, um, "I'm here to about um, exercising your demons," and I said, "I haven't got any demons." And the voice said, "Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> 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 I need to get rid of him." Um, I. Uh, yeah, that that was. Uh, God damn it! Now I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> it's all gone. It's Age gets to us all. Right, I'll tell you what. Look, look, let's wrap up here. So, um, go mass twice a week. Oh, I remember. Um, Please watch. Uh, Matt and I uh, did a ridiculously long, longer than the actual episode of a review of, of Picard season three, and we are. We are hopelessly optimistic about it because it actually was was really good, or at least it started out well. I'll be doing a review of episode two here soon this week, and um, looks like they're riding the ship. It's hard to believe. I kind of I saw I haven't seen you guys talking about it, but I saw um, the drunk uh, critical drinker talk about it, and I kind of thought to myself, I kind of want to give it a show. I want to go give it a go and see what it's like. So. Are you oh, a Star so Trek guy? I, 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 I do enjoy them. I wouldn't say I'm on the level of you guys, but I do. I do. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed them. I do remember going to see, I think when episode or number four came out, The Voyage Home, they had at my local cinema, they show episode, oh, episodes keeps on <laughs> Star Wars things, but they, they showed the motion picture, Star Trek 2, II, Star Trek 3, and Star Trek 4. And I went to see that with a mate and stuff. And so, yeah, I've always, you know, liked the Star Trek films, but just not on the level that you guys do. You know, really. I, so I take it you haven't really watched the shows that much or anything, though. 
I tried with Picard, and I think I gave up somewhere near the first or second episode because I just couldn't. No, I meant like the uh, older, like the Next Generation or Deep Space Nine. Or oh no! Again, I have I have seen them, but again, not like you know in any massive great detail. Yeah. Okay. I, I was just I just curious. I didn't know how deep you were into it, but yeah, I, I think the third season is kind of seems to be trying to you know it it is somewhat tiny bit hampered by what came before that's just a hazard of it but what it's doing so far seems to be really good so we'll see oh fair enough okay Doug. okay then so would you like to wrap up then yes um heidi says she's in the process of watching all the original twilight zone are very good yeah they're great um and, I watched them recently. Yeah, amazing actors. Yes, yeah. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of great, great stories. stories yeah, really good stories in there. Uh, but yeah, so thank you very much for joining us. We are the last moviepost.com. You can find us on Twitter at movieoutpost. He's at Boba Phil. I'm at Truck and Yoda One. At Mate, Matt Eggy Weggs is uh, also available on Twitter. We're at Facebook at slash Last Movie Outpost and at Instagram at movieoutpost. Thank you very much for watching, and you can find all the greatest in movie news, entertainment news, and everything good about film. We are the cool news now. We will be here next week. What is coming out next week, uh, Phil? I don't even know. Oh, uh, Mandalorian. Mandalorian's on Wednesday. Mandalorian's, yep. Any good movies or? Don't care. Mandalorian. (laughs) Care, Phil. I know. I, I don't know. I kind of make it up as I go along. Again, I've been, I've been trying to watch new stuff, and I've just not been finding much new stuff that's been of interest. So I've been watching older older movies and stuff. I need to do more retro okay. reviews. I do have a news update, disappointingly. It looks like for this weekend, Ant-Man and the Wasp was going to make $32 million and Cocaine Bear made $23 million. Oh, but, guide. But still, pretty damn within shouting distance. And considering that Ant-Man and the Wasp is one of the big, giant MCU movies and <laughs> yeah. almost got taken down by Cocaine Bear is pretty goddamn hilarious, in my opinion. It is still funny, uh, yeah. Yep. So next week, we have uh, March 3rd. We have um, Operation Fortune. I don't know what that is. Hunt her, kill her. No. The Thorn. So I think maybe... Oh, Scream... Six comes out on the tenth. Oh. Could I know not you can't care wait less. To watch us. <laughs> sixty-five. I'm kind of. I'm kind of tiny bit interested in sixty-five. That's the one with Adam Driver, with uh, in a spaceship with a little girl. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Crash lands yeah. on Earth sixty-five million years ago. It looks like Jurassic Park with lots of guns. It looks all right. Yeah. So yeah, well. Keep those up, and we'll kind of go from there. So, okay, no. all right then. Thank you very much for watching, and we will see you on the next stream.